T4 presents Deep Dicking with the General and ZFG. Let's go! All right, we are back. It is Deep Dicking with the Generals and ZFG. Week two is wrapped up and we're looking forward to week three. Uh, forewarning, this episode will not be that long. The ZFGs are currently by themselves and on a European vacation that has not been seen since Chevy Chase took Rusty to Germany. So I'm in Paris right now. We, oui. we, oui. And was unable to make the 4 a.m. podcast time with the, uh, the generals. So I'm going to go solo on this just to get the third week out. And for all those uh, listeners who are wanting the three, the three banger back together, uh, maybe next week um, I'll still be in Europe, but hopefully we can hook up and get more than just me on here uh, because we know it's way more entertaining when it's not just ZFG. All right. So for this week's episode, we are going to take a look at last week's matchups, this week's matchups, quick look at the waiver wire, uh, where I just noticed that no one else bid on Daryl Williams, so I could have got him for zero, spent 25, um, but I digress. We'll get to that in due time. All right, so first up, what a week it was. We had injuries, in-game injuries, fisticuffs being thrown by one Mike Evans. Well, just a push, really, and Lattimore's a bitch, so that's okay. Um, but what a week it was. Got some teams at 2-0, and got some teams at 0-2. Don't really want to talk about that because two-thirds of the podcast is 0-2, and uh, we're supposed to know what we're talking about here. Um, one win combined between the three of us, so off to a hot start for the cast crew. Uh, but yeah, let's dive right into it. Our first matchup from last week was Dude, Where's My Car? Putting a beat down on yours truly, the ZFGs. Not much to talk about this. Going into Monday night, I think Lamar Jackson was beating my whole team. Uh, luckily, my Eagles in real life crushed, and the guys I had play crushed. So at least they gave me a respectable 98.92, uh, more than half my points in the Monday night game. But again, there was no stopping the dudes with Lamar and Cooper and uh, Edward Solaire continuing to dominate. Cooper Cup is just a stud. If Lamar Jackson's going to play like this, this team is going to be tough. But Dude takes it 135-98 to 98 in what can only be considered a blowout. Next, we had the Boise O-Dogs rebounding and knocking off Week 1's big scorer, Team Rupert, which this has got to be one of the biggest drops from one week to the next. Uh, but that's what happens when your best player is uh, defense. Um, and then when your stack of Mahomes and Kelsey don't get you 100, that's how you end up with 81 points. Boise Zoodogs, on the other hand, gets his first win in the league behind an outstanding game by Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, and Rashad Bateman to post a 157, which surprisingly was only the third highest score this week. But still, a great bounce back win for the Zoodogs. Gets his first win in the league and takes out the Rupert's 157 to 81. Next up, we got fake news against our own deep dickers. And geez, 
fake news, nothing fake about this. Fake news put the hurt down on the Dickers, almost to the point where he doubled up his score. Between Chubb, the great trade with Kyler Murray, Mark Andrews, the fake news are looking great, and it appears there's nothing fake about them. And they showed that this week with a bashing 168 to 85 to go one and one and move themselves up to fourth place. Next up, we got the dead wrong cutthroats bouncing back and beating our own New Jersey Generals 124 to 108. Solid pickup with Carson Wentz, who even though he loves to sling interceptions and get behind by 20, he actually could outscore Dak uh, this year if Dak would have been able to play all 17 games. Uh, Wentz was backed up by a solid showing by DeMont and Debo himself, um, and this led to a 124-108 crushing. Ah, sorry, not crushing. Uh, Just a beating of the New Jersey Generals, uh, who were led by Kirk, Sutton, and Swift. So, next matchup, we have Evil Knievel posting 168 to Big Goosey's 152, by far the matchup of the week. Goosey's team looked really good, and it is quite a letdown to not win when you scored 152. There's really no bright side. Sure, you scored a lot of points, but with the uh, fickleness of this game, it does not mean you will score 152 next week. Just ask the Ruperts. But Evil Knievel takes this behind Amon on St. Brown, the Tampa Bay D, and Justin Sherbert with a 168 to 152. Even Waddle couldn't uh, save Goosey in this one. And then last but not least, we have Rodney's Get No Respect, who's going to have to start getting a lot of respect if he keeps posting these kind of scores. The Drake London draft pick looks amazing to the detriment of Pitt's owners everywhere. Uh, And Rodney Respect rode these three hot hands of Aaron Jones, Josh Allen, and Drake London to a 146-84 schmashmere sweatering of the beast modes, whose best player was Matt Stafford and Tyler Higbee. Go Rams! So that was last week's action. It led us to look at this week and what might happen here. So this week, to dive right into it, we got the ZFGs facing off against Team Rupert. It's a very close match. Uh, The ZFGs are dealing with a lot of issues right now. Uh, James Conner hurt, Pittman not playing. Um, Not sure, well, Mike Evans suspended, so... This is going to be a tough matchup, should be a close game, and you're always worried when you go against that Mahomes-Kelsey stack. Uh, I'm not going to pick who I think is going to win this week because it's just me and there's no discussion to be had, so I'm just going to leave it at this. It's projected 0 FGs, 116, Team Rupert at 114. Next up, we have the podcast zone, Deep Dickers playing against Dude Where's My Car, and the Deep Dickers definitely need a win, and they're going up against, as of now, the best player in the league. So, it's going to be a tough matchup. It is projected Deep Dickers 120 to 119. So we'll have to keep a close eye on this, and hopefully the Dicks can get their first win of the season. Next up, we got the New Jersey Generals against the Boise Dogs. Another close projection here at Boise 115 to the New Jersey's 114. Um, I think it's going to be a tough call for the Generals to see if he starts Brady again especially against his pack, uh, but we'll see. Um, the Zodogs went in, went ahead and spent a ton to get Tua after losing Trey Lance this week. Um, I think it was a smart call, uh, but again, we'll get to that on the waiver wires. So again, Boise Zodogs projected to win by 1, 115 to 114. Next up, we got the Big Goosey brand.
versus fake news. This should be a quality matchup. Fake news projected at 123 to the big goosies 119. Uh, I think the trade fake news has made has really propelled his team. And they're looking really, really good with a solid bench. Um, so this should be a good match. And Goosey's going to need a win here. So it's, this is going to be the match of the week for me. And uh, we'll make sure to cover this next week once we see these results. So moving on to our s- second to last matchup. We have the Beast Modes versus the Dead Round Cutthroats. Uh, probably our biggest projection spread here with the Cutthroats being projected at 120 to the Beast Modes 106. Um, should be a good match. It seems like even teams. Just depends if Jonathan Taylor decides to play. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what happens here. Again, Dead Wrong 120 projections over Beast Modes at 106 for Week 3. And last but definitely not least, the matchup of the week. Two 2-0 teams square off. Someone will be 3-0 after this, which will give you great chance to make the playoffs already. Uh, we have Rodney's No Respect giving four uh, or actually taking four points from Evil Knievel, who's projected at 122 to Rodney's 118. Got Josh Allen, obviously keeping an eye if Herbert's going to play. It'd be a big blow if he doesn't, but this is the heavyweight matchup of the week, so I'm excited to see who comes out and gets that 3-0 and mark because it's always fun to, to keep winning. Um, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that. And again, Evil projected at 122 to Rodney's 118. So that's week three. What we'll do now is take a quick look at the waiver wire uh, and see, you know, what kind of action we had. There was a lot of movement this week. Um, I do have to point out that I just realized, as I mentioned earlier, I probably made the dumbest acquisition of the week, spending 25 bucks on Daryl Williams when literally no one bid on him. Could have got him for $0. So it's very uh, disheartening and uh, bums me out a little bit. But hey... It happens, and I do need him in case James Conner doesn't play this week. So, other than that, let's go over a couple other things, big notes. We did have Tua Tagvialoa being picked up by Boise Zodogs to replace Trey Lance for $71. I don't think anyone would have predicted Tua would ever go for that much. Um, the Gooseys had him, and I'm guessing wish they still did, either to play or a trade if someone's going to spend that much. But, nice pickup by the Zodogs. Let's hope that pans out. Another big one here was the $10 edition of Tyler Conklin to the Dude Where's My Cars. Um, I'm not sure he's worth 10 but if you needed a tight end, it's a good pickup. Uh, and then we also have 42 for Evan Ingram by Evil Knievel, which is something. Um, I'm not sure if he knows this is the same Evan Ingram that played on the Giants or if he thinks it's a new person. But anyway... Evil did his thing. Maybe Ingram's got great abs, and that led to him wanting to to get him on his team. He is the ab champion of Boise and hopefully uh, the United States soon. So those are the big waiver wire movements. Um, Nothing else too crazy. Normal guys picked up here. Uh, But yeah, we'll see if any of these pickups this week lead to uh, any helpful situations or scenarios where these key waiver wire pickups lead a team on to victory for the remainder of the season. All right. So we've gone through all that. And again, I said, this is going to be a short one. Um, Apologize for all those who can't wait to hear these, but hopefully we'll get back to a more standard uh, cast next week. Uh, We'll try our best. I can't promise anything. We'll still be out of the country. Uh, But I figured since we're going international anyway, I had to get over here and uh, talk to our 
our European fans face to face. So they know we got love for them too. All right. So last things last, I'll try to do a little power rankings here. Uh, I'll keep it my way with the three tier rankings. Um, if the generals were here, he'd probably have a one through 12, but it's nice to have a little mix up. So I'm going to start with tier one. I'm only going to put the top three teams that are 2-0. and So in my tier one, I have Dude Wears My Car, Evil Knievel, and Rod Needs No Respect. Not a lot of change from last weekend, except I've moved myself out all the way to tier three. Doing this because of injuries, lack of bench depth, and just the fact that I might not even have 10 of my starting guys I picked even able to suit up this week. But we'll get to tier three, just letting you know who got knocked out of tier one. So for tier two now, I have Fake News, who's so close to tier one. His team's looking really great. And again, the Zodogs, who I had a feeling would score more after that lackluster week one against me. And we're going to go tier two, just those two teams. So tier three is going to be super full. Down at the bottom with the Ruperts, ZFGs, Dead Wrongs, Beast Modes, Big Goosey Brand, Generals, and the Dickers bringing up the end. Just because we have some 0-2 teams does not mean that they are worse than the 1-1 teams. So we have... A recap, first tier of the power rankings, Dude Wears My Car, Evil Knievel, and Rodney's No Respect. Second tier of the power rankings, Fake News and the Boise Zodogs. And then bringing up that third rear is uh, honestly like more than half the league. Team Rupert, ZFGs, Dead Wrong, Beast Modes, Big Goosey Brand, Generals, and the Dickers. All these teams need a win this week. Obviously, if any of them lose, continue to just build up that, uh, that hill that they have to climb towards the end of the season. And playoffs are going to start looking like a dream. And preparation for next season will become a reality. So that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening. Again, apologize for the quickness. But we had to get this out. And it's just tough uh, when we're all spread out all over, the, all over the world. But anyway, another great week for the T4. Let's keep this going, boys. Uh, again, if anyone wants to join us, just let us know. Reach out. Oh, and I almost forgot, before we go, I gotta do a Boo This Man segment. Boo This Man. And I do have a Boo This Man this week. It is me for the draft that I did. I thought it was good again, fool's gold. It looks like the same things that's happened the last few years where I think I have a good team. And immediately after a few weeks, it's come to light that I don't. So boo me, and hopefully I can figure out how to draft in the future so I can stay out of this segment. And then before I go and we finish out, I almost forgot, I did want to give a shout out to our unofficial sponsor of the T4 League, High Noon Sun Sips. They don't have them in Europe. That's why this place sucks. <laughs> anyway, just wanted to give you a quick rundown of our league. Thank you to our sponsors. Thank you to everyone that puts in the time and effort to make sure everyone's up to date and keeps this league on its toes. I do love how the fact that when you look at a waiver wire article, almost 90% of the time, all those guys are already gone. It's because this league knows what's up. So anyway, thank you all. Until next week, we out.